I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of Figuring Out 30 is brought to you by Afterlight, the dreamy new autumn winter bamboo bedding collection from Ecosa. Not me on Reddit being like, (laughs) what does the blue record button mean on my (laughs) roadcast? But I have seen... Somebody propose at a wedding. (gasps) What's up? Welcome to Figuring Out 30. It's a podcast all about the chaos, confusion and clarity that comes with life in our 30s. I'm Bridget Huswait. And look, the last few episodes, we've had some pretty serious chats surrounding fertility struggles and imbalances with female caregiving. These have been amazing, super important conversations, and I value them so much. But today, I wanted to give you more of a lighthearted conversation. And there's no better person to join me for that than my friend Jess Perkins. She's a comedian, she's a podcaster, and she presents on Triple J. Always a bloody laugh with her. And we are navigating our 30s at the same time. We've had a few chats about it over the past year or two. And today we're talking about a topic that we are experts in as two unmarried girls in relationships. We're talking about weddings. (laughs) So weddings, I guess, from the perspective of guests, because We've been to weddings. A lot of people in our circles, you know, we're at the age where a lot of people that we know are getting married. Perko in particular, very popular. She has been to many a wedding. So we're going to be kind of just wondering out loud here with our thoughts and answering questions, trying to answer questions about, you know, how much should you gift at a wedding? And if you're expected to buy gifts, if you're traveling for a wedding, can you even go home before the bride and groom? Is that acceptable? What's the difference between a bloody bridal shower and a hen's day? And when weddings flesh out into four-day events, you know, we're going to be talking about all of this, last-minute guest invites, and also some cracking wedding stories that were sent through to my Instagram from a bunch of you. I'm going to read them out to Perko, and we're going to see how she reacts. So as I said, we're a bit silly on this episode, so just sit back and have a giggle with us, all right? (laughs) Let's do it. Jess Perkins, welcome to my podcast. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. You're my first official guest in my home with all of this fancy podcast gear that I got from Rode and I, I think it's working. <laughs> it, look, you've got backups on backups. We've got three um, backups. So the, re- the recording button is lit up and there's, you know, some numbers on the screen. That to me as a podcaster feels pretty promising. It looks like something. <laughs> it looks happening. like something's happening. <laughs> And we've got it in GarageBand. So look, yeah, three, I can't go wrong with this. Um, How are you? I haven't seen you for a while. It has been a while. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. As we're recording this, it's like week two of the comedy festival. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm a shell of a human. <laughs> but that's just, you know, what happens this time of year. It's like comedian Christmas. So, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Honestly, you should be um, delighted that I've managed to be out of bed at 11 a.m. I'm truly, I'm truly <laughs> honoured to be in your presence. But we, do you know what I actually was going to start with too? Have you noticed um, a lot of podcasts, not all of them, maybe you should start it on yours too. They do like an outfit check because of like the video recording. Oh, man. What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing um, Kmart jeans <laughs> that were probably $20. Um, a hoodie I got from ASOS. That I don't know if it, it has a brand, but it says today is a good day on it. Today it is a good day. says it again on the back in much bigger font. <laughs> I bought it because it was a blue I like and it was baggy. It's a nice blue. And that's the sort of vibe I'm going for. I've got rolly sneakers on. Hell yeah. And that's about it. That's my fit check. Nice. Well, I've got some Kmart slides <laughs> that I wear the shit out of. I'll pull them off because we're recording. <laughs> Everywhere I go. Got the Kmart slides. I've got these pants on. What do you call it? Police? You know, the crinkle? Yeah, like yeah. Crinkle pants? Yeah. I bought them on King Street in Newtown uh, when I was living in Sydney in 2018, drunk after a bottomless brunch with Belle Jackson from okay. Ben and Liam. Well, they've, <laughs> they've blasted the test of time, those yeah, pants. They have served me That's well. That's impressive. Yep. And also hoodie, turnstile, mm. Baltimore band. They were here for Laneway. Fucking sick. Uh, so that's the fit check. Yeah. Great, love and that. a pimple <laughs> on my right cheek. So I picked the right <laughs> the right side. Yeah, I've broken down on my left side. So Oh, good. Nailed it. Normalise pimples. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to break the stigma. Wash your face, people. Yeah, and cleanse. Cleanse <laughs> and exfoliate. Um, no, we're actually here to talk about weddings because... You and I, like we had this conversation a lot last year, I feel like whenever you'd come into the office and I'm like, what's on for the weekend? You're like, I got a wedding and then I got a wedding mm-hmm. just over and over. Like you, you've been to a lot. I mean, you're popular. It means you got you know, people like you. Well, here's the thing as well is that when you partner up, that then oh. doubles the friendship groups. It doubles the amount of weddings. Yep. Um, so yeah, my partner and I had five weddings last year, which isn't even that crazy a number. People have had more, mm-hmm. um, in speaking to people about this in the lead up, I had another friend who's got five this year. I had one friend who's had four already this year and it's March. Are you serious? It's wild. Wow. And it kind of makes sense given that a lot of people had to reschedule mm-hmm. given, you know, a couple of years of lockdown. Um, but still five in a year, especially when I work weekends, yeah. um, meant a lot of annual leave yeah. and a lot of flights to different states, mm-hmm. um, lots of paying for accommodation to get to weddings. No complaints. Loved it. Love, love, love weddings. <laughs> we love, love. <laughs> we love, love. That's the main takeaway here. But it's a lot. It it's a lot, lot of weddings. Yeah. And we are really at that age where just so many people are Getting married, um, and I'm keen to kind of dive into that more, but before we talk hardcore weddings and read all the crazy shit that was coming through my Instagram as well, like, yeah, weddings are fucking eventful. Mm. Um, 30, what was your expectation heading into 30? Or when you are growing up, you are like, what did I envision for myself by the time I hit 30 and what was the reality? So let's start with expectation and reality. I think it's interesting that I know there is kind of a – Oh, what's the right word? Not a stigma or like there's a lot of pressure, especially for women as you approach 30. I didn't feel it early in life. I felt it as as 30 got closer mm-hmm. because I think the expectation was or what I felt 30 was going to be is that you sort of had to have your shit together. Yeah, You had to 
be a bit more established or probably own a home or be in a really solid relationship or be married or be thinking about kids or have kids or, you know, that sort of thing. Like it just felt like by 30 you're a grown-up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, as it got closer and closer, I, I think it also helped that sort of being in like a comedy community where there are people of a really wide age range, mm. you know, you've got people 18 and people in their 40s and some of my really close friends were older than me and they were in their early to mid 30s and I was like, oh, you're still renting, you're not married, you're doing all the same things I'm doing now and it kind of, I think I was lucky in that regard because it kind of brought down some of that stigma and some of that expectation of what 30 was going to be like and I was like, oh, 30-year-olds are just people. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't have to get boring all of a sudden. Oh, thank God. So I think that, yeah, I don't know. So I don't think I had this huge expectation on what I thought my life was going to be like, you know, as a teenager or in my early 20s. But um, I think as I got closer to 30, I was like, oh, this isn't actually as big a deal as I thought, which is probably the opposite experience to a lot of people. But maybe just being in that sort of that wider group of people that was really diverse Mm. um, made me kind of go, oh, this isn't really as big a deal as I thought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I feel that. I think in music as well, like mm. same kind of vibe. Um, I just feel it more when I – and I always, when I say it, I don't want to come across that I'm like ragging on them, but when I go home to Ballarat, for example, mm. like different friendship group and no one, I guess, is really working in a creative field there and that's fine, but like I can feel the differences. Yeah. And they're not pressuring me or anything, but it is interesting when you kind of step out of – I step. it's like I step out of my Melbourne life and then go back to Ballarat life and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's, it's very different. Mm-hmm. And I sort of – I went a really different direction even to my brother. My brother's only seven years older than me, but that's a fair gap. Yeah. And, and I feel like he got married at 30. It was literally his wife's 30th birthday they got married on. And like I, they were sort of one of the last of their group. You know, all of their friends were already married, having kids. Whereas, like we're saying, we're finding that people around us are getting married now, mm. 30 and, and older. Speaking of kids, child, <laughs> what are you whimpering at, Daisy? She's literally just watching us. What are you doing? She's got opinions. She's got opinions. She's got opinions. <laughs> Do you want to come on my lap? Because I can't have you whimpering this whole time. You want in on the action. Come mm. on. Come on. Up you get. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I've got things to say. <laughs> you, you, she used to always do this for my like promos when I'd record them for good nights and stuff. And mm. yeah, podcast, she will still come in. So you can stay here, but you need to just sit and I can't have your ASMR dog licking <laughs> on my fucking microphone. Do you do like much audio from home? Not heaps, but I have a, a, a dog that doesn't bark or do anything. So he won't jump in on it. No, nah, he's, yeah. All right, well, you just want to be held. That's fine. I get that. I get that. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Come here. Come here. That's going to be a little pat. A little scratch on the chin. A little cuddle. <laughs> um, no, the next thing I want to ask you about too, Pergo, is Saturn Return because you've got a tattoo <laughs> of Saturn. And mm. last year when um, – when, how did it come up? I think – Fuck, I, I know it was at work and I remember us being in the studio, but I was like, do you know much about Saturn Return, Perko? And mm. then you just like uncovered, you're like, oh, I've got a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, it's on my ankle. Yeah. I just like shoved my foot up on the desk. <laughs> yeah. I was like, look at this. Check this ink out. Yeah. So what's the story there? Well, I reckon um, there'd been a couple of different periods of my life where I felt really lost and I didn't know what the next step was. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wasn't really happy with what was going on in my life. Um 
and inevitably things just kind of worked themselves out. I've been very lucky in that things just have presented themselves to me and the, you know, I've been like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then somebody goes, do you want to come do this thing? And I'm like, okay, I guess that's what I'm doing. So I've been very lucky like that. But um, yeah, I was probably like 28, 29 and another period of feeling really lost and yeah, just not really sure where I was going. I must've been 28 because I got this tattoo on my 29th birthday. Right. And yeah, I just I, I was watching Parks and Rec, <laughs> my favourite show, and one of the characters is like having a bit of a crisis and one of the other characters goes, oh, yeah, it's your Saturn return and sort of, you know, gives a really quick explanation of what that is. kind of pricked out. Yeah, I was like, what's that? <laughs> I looked into it and it was sort of, yeah, it's like every 29 years or whatever they say and I was like, oh, that's that. – and it just in that moment gave me that little bit of comfort – that it reminded me that I had been in times like this before. Mm. I had had times where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the next step is. What what am I supposed to do? And things just worked themselves out. So it was just a little reminder to myself. Not that I necessarily am super big into like astrology and things like that, but I was just sort of like this is a little reminder for me that these periods of time come up and something that they fix themselves and you can really work yourself into an absolute mess turn yourself inside out trying to figure it all out or you can just ride the wave Mm -hmm. and things will present themselves. And I'm not like sitting back doing nothing, (laughs) just waiting for the phone to ring, but, you know, you just sort of get on with life and stuff just keeps rolling on. Yeah. So it's just a little reminder for me. Also, I like Saturn. Saturn's a gorgeous planet. It's got little – it's got accessories. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) A big old bangle around it. It's got bling. (laughs) I fucking love that. That's so sick. Well, let's get back into um, weddings. So you mentioned you had five last year. Mm. Um, And how many more this year? Two so far. Yeah. Um, Just went to one a couple of weekends ago. Got another one in August. But just over the weekend my partner was like, oh, Craig just got engaged. So uh, there might be another one. Maybe this year or yep. it could be early next year. But there's another one coming. Have you been a bridesmaid? I have. Only what, once. What's that like? I've um, never been one. I was for my my best friend of nearly 20 years. Wow. Um, she got married in 2018 mm-hmm. and um, I was her maid of honour, which was very nice. Oh, my god! But she was like such – she's a really organised person. Um, so she kind of handled everything herself. Not in a control freak kind of way, but she sort of had an idea of what she wanted to do for her hens. Yeah. Um, That's and so, the dream. Totally. And she was like, oh, I've, I found a place we could stay. What do you think of this? And I was like, yep, cool. I'll, I'll book it. You know, like she was she was great, um, great like that. So we just did something pretty chill for her hens. And then she was even really chill on her wedding day. And I was like, Ugh, you're Goals. a nightmare. I know, but I also I wanted to have my moment to jump in and save the day, you know. <laughs> I was like, she'll have a bit of a meltdown and I'll talk around and yeah. it'll be great. And she was just very chill all day. And I was like, God damn it. Oh, it's like a movie scene when they're in that like a little side room if it's in a church yeah. and they're staring in the mirror and they're not sure. You could have been behind her being like, it's okay. Yeah, I could. that could have been me. Yeah. But instead she was really chill. Um, but it was beautiful. It was really it, – it was an honour to be asked and it was really nice. But I also understand when people have been a bridesmaid a lot – that they're like, please don't pick me, please yeah. don't ask me, because there's more money involved in it. It's a lot more time and effort that goes into it in terms of 
Um, how? Because, you know, weddings can come with so many different events. You can keep it simple or you can have the bridal shower, the hens party. The There's okay. a million different things. What the fuck is the difference between a hens and a bridal shower? I truly don't know. Is it like one is where you all get like hammered and the other one is like a baby shower but it's gifts? I like, think so. And I, th- I think bridal showers are more like – acceptable for the elderly relatives maybe oh okay or some people will kind of do more of like a g-rated version i think of the so hands. yeah but then why i think it, it probably made sense back in the day when more often than not couples didn't live together and so wedding gifts and stuff were things for their first house like my parents got washing machines and dryers and fridges for their for their wedding. Someone who um, responded to my Instagram said, I went to a wedding as a kid and the couple opened five presents that were all toasters. Five that's toasters. too many toasters. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's probably too many. It's too many toasters. <laughs> but that's, I guess that's where like registries come in because then hopefully you don't have double. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. But at the same time, if I was getting married now, I wouldn't want a bunch of gifts. I don't need a toaster. I have one. <laughs> it's so, yeah, I don't know. It must be, it must be, uh, it's tough to navigate yeah but it has really fleshed out though isn't it even a lot of them will do like if you like imagine if you have a hens a bridal shower and then the night before like a dinner and drinks and then the wedding and then the recovery yeah like it turns into like a bender yeah it's a week-long event yeah people need to take the whole week off work or you know it's a lot it's a lot for everybody to do and it's a lot to ask of everybody Mm. it's very interesting yeah have you, like, going to all the weddings that you've been to, has it kind of made you – well, do you want to get married? Like, is that your uh, – eloped or no? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what we'll do. Yeah. Like, uh, for, for, like, five out of – five and a half of our six-year relationship, Aiden was like, I don't want to get married. That's just not for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's cool. And then we went to five weddings and he was like, well, maybe. <laughs> um, so who knows? But, yeah, I don't, I don't see us having a big wedding. Yeah. It just doesn't – it's not something that interests me. For somebody who seeks attention for a living, <laughs> the attention and the fuss of a wedding is just – is going to cause me anxiety. It's yeah. not going to be fun for me. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. And I'm also like with – uh, like I don't even know like I don't know if I will get married I wouldn't mind it but I don't think I'd even want like a fucking bridal party yeah. I'm the kind of person that I'm just like I feel bad for everyone I'm just like I'm sorry I know and I was definitely the same and then at the most recent wedding I was at I was like uh, it's sort of something clicked where I was like this is obviously about the couple they're the only ones in their relationship and in their marriage but Weddings are really, they are for other people as well. Like you just see the delight in their parents and their families, in their friends, celebrating their friends. And I was like, oh, this is actually, it it isn't as selfish as I've had it in my head that having a wedding is because the people around you that love you want to celebrate you. Yeah. You think about going to your really close friend's weddings and you really like both of them. You want to be there. Totally. So I get that, but yeah, I don't know. It's It's tricky to figure out what. Works best for you. What would you have for your hens? Oh, see, that's tough too because I was saying this to my best friend the other day. I was like, you know, big girls' night out. And she sort of like looked at me and she went, okay. And I was like, that's not really me, is it? She's like, no. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Yeah. I'm like, I hate that. That'd be too overwhelming for me. It's too noisy. I don't really drink that much. <laughs> my feet hurt. Yeah. I was like, I just want to be comfy. And she was like, honestly, yes, I think a hen's party for you would be like a sleepover. I'm like, oh, yes. How good would that be? And you could hire a, like, you can do a thing where you get like massage therapists to your house. Like you could do full like 
slumber vibes. Yeah. I would fucking love that. Just putting on movies. Yep. Big bowls of popcorn. Everybody yep. in their pajamas. Blindfold, taste test, soft drink. Which one's this? <laughs> Is this Diet Coke or Coke Zero? I could oh, definitely tell the difference. <laughs> See how many marshmallows you can shove in your mouth. Like, it's fun stuff. Fluffy <laughs> body. <laughs> See, that's the good shit. Fuck having a stripper. I would be oh, filthy. No. So we'll put this on the record. I don't want a stripper. Nah. Don't fucking get me a stripper. <laughs> it's a waste of money. Get me Drag queen? Yes. Drag queen, fun. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Don't stripper, no stripper. thank you. No. But it's t- it's tricky, isn't it? That's I mean, not against... I, that is not against strippers, by no, the no, way. No, absolutely not. I just don't want one. No, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's, I don't know. And we should also acknowledge that we are talking about weddings as people who have never had weddings. <laughs> and we are talking about this from a guest perspective. It probably is quite different when you're in it, yeah, when you're deep in it. Totally. And also, I suppose if you're in a group of friends where you're basically taking turns getting married, we had dinner with some friends the other night who just had two of their friends, like really close friends, all in the same friendship group, get married within two weeks of each other. Wow. One in New Zealand, like on an island off New Zealand in a vineyard, gorgeous, the other in Melbourne. So it's just this huge kind of few weeks for them. I think like if you're in a big group where people just keep getting married, then you are sort of like, well, they had a really fun hens party. I wouldn't mind doing that. And, oh, okay, I see that that bridal shower was fun. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. And Oh, they had a hux, so they just put combined it all. That's fun. Maybe we should do this. So I can see how it just sort of gets away from you. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. Let's talk a bit about expectations, and I guess maybe from a guest perspective, <clears throat> which is what we've primarily been, um, because this is one that kind of popped up a lot on my Instagram. All right, so you mentioned a New Zealand wedding. If you go to an international wedding, interstate wedding, and you're paying for accommodation and all of that, what's the expectation, do you reckon, with gifts? Yeah, it's really it's hard. It's tricky, isn't it? It is. I think it's I, – I would say generally what I tend to think is if I'm travelling, if I'm paying for flights and accommodation to come to your wedding, you're not getting a gift or a big one. You know, if I've got a, some cash to fling you, I will. You'll yep. get a card. Yeah. Um, but my presence is the gift. The and present. more often than not, especially recently, you are finding that people say that. You know, they're like, we're aware you've travelled for us, no presence, yep. you know, and, that, and that's I think that's nice and pretty reasonable. Um, international, like, like, come on. <laughs> but I had, I've also spoken to people who have been, who've gotten married either internationally or like quite far away from Melbourne. I had one friend got married in Perth. So that it would deter people from coming. Oh, really? Pretty much. Yeah, it was to keep the guest list kind of small. Yep. Which is like, just have a small wedding then. If you <laughs> don't want people to come, yep. don't invite them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to get back into this with Jess Perkins very shortly. But first, I want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor. The cooler months are here and what better way to refresh your sleep than with Afterlight, the dreamy new autumn winter bamboo bedding collection from Ecosa. As the days get shorter and cozy evenings call, Afterlight is here to help you sleep peacefully between silky smooth, sustainable bamboo sheets and capturing the magic of twilight in three tranquil shades, midnight, lavender and barely pink. Tone on tone, colour blocks, all paired with your Ecosa bamboo faves, 
Afterlight is the perfect way to upgrade your bedroom and brighten your mornings. You can check out the new Afterlight collection in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much to Ecosa for making this episode of Figuring Out 30 possible. In talking to people about this in the lead up to this podcast, it was interesting getting people's kind of perspectives on like what is the expectation, even just even if you don't have to travel. Mm. And and it was kind of varied. Did you get a bit of a varied response on Instagram as well? Yeah, I did. I got just like some really funny shit. Okay. Someone left a $10 note in our wishing well box. Lol. No card, no envelope. Just a little cash. Just 10 bucks. <laughs> just 10 bucks. And then another um, <laughs> person said, a guest pleaded to come to our wedding with his girlfriend of one month. Our gift from him was $10 in a card. He broke up with the girlfriend a, a month later. <sighs> so t- $10 is pretty fucking stingy if you ask me. Yeah, <laughs> I, if if... If you, if okay, <laughs> yeah, ten dollars is pretty stingy. I would prefer nothing. Yeah. I think you know. I think just don't worry about it. It's giving like tenth birthday from your great aunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's ten dollars. <laughs> Not okay? your wedding. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> ten bucks for a wedding. I mean, and I'm, there's costs to getting to a wedding, to yeah. having an outfit, whatever. But what you mentioned, like um, the cost, right? So is the expectation that you kind of pay for what it would have cost per head that's what I was like always told and I I don't know where this came from I think it was like just something that my ex-boyfriend's mum said offhand one time and I was like well that's the rule (laughs) so that's what I've always thought spoken rule maybe Mm. but I don't know if it necessarily is as much for our generation because in talking to people about it one of my friends said she and her husband would give 50 to 70 dollars total um unless they were really, really close with them, then maybe 80 to 100 total. Whereas I've always sort of thought 100 ahead. That's what I thought, yeah. Others have said like I'd give 100 total, maybe 150 for two of us. Um, so I'm like, have I been paying too much? <laughs> have I been too generous? Do people think I'm rich now? Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm just forking out Is that for your why wedding. you're invited to <laughs> yeah. all these weddings? Oh, Perko's got She cash. pays all right, yeah. But I, I would be so curious because you know there's, there's couples out there who have been married and then are going through their gifts, are going through their cards and like judging how much people are giving them. I always wonder, so what is it like? And I'm sure... Um, couples could hit me up in my DMs after it. So what's the experience? Like I want to be a fly on the wall when Mm. like they sit down a few days after the wedding and go through everything. And you know that they they, like they're keeping some sort of tally because more often than not you're you're doing your little thank you cards. Yeah, right. And so you want to know who's given you the toaster or who's given you those wine glasses. So you might want to add thanks for the wine glasses. I'm remembering this from my 21st birthday, (laughs) opening presents the next day and my mum was sitting in the corner like, Noting down who gave what, not in a like a um, judgmental way or anything, but just so that I could thank them properly. Yeah. Um, so now I think about that at weddings too. I'm like, I just, I don't want to give too little. And then they're like, thanks for that, Jess. Wow. So generous. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. So I would be so interested to hear from people, but I also think even before you hear from them, if you're going through and like holding grudges against people for not giving you enough money for a party you're throwing, that's that's a you problem, not a them problem. Mm-hmm. That is unreasonable. You, Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's because once you go to the point of, 
okay, well, if they're spending, I'm going to guess they're spending at least a hundred bucks a head. I'm going to give them a hundred bucks. Like, am I buying a ticket to your wedding? Well, yeah. Because that's essentially what it feels like. Yeah. So I have been asking around about this and a friend of mine, this is years ago, some friends, we were all going on like a little um, road trip. We were going to stay down in Sorrento. Two of our friends were going to a wedding. The other two of us were just going to stay back and chill and then we'd spend the rest of the weekend together. Really fun. The, the grooms were like, no, 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 bring your other friends, no problem. And we we're like, that's very nice. So I went along to this wedding as a friend of a friend. And it was, it was lovely. It was on like a farm property, really nice. I found out the other day they profited from the wedding. They made money on that wedding. What do you mean? From all of the gifts, the money that people gave them for their wedding. So like It covered their costs and, and then some. Oh, and then some. That feels gross. (laughs) It's kind of well played. (laughs) Like I kind of respect it. (laughs) It made me feel sick and you're like, yes, go off kids. (laughs) Pop the fuck off. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pretty interesting. How about this? What do we feel about um, a last-minute invite because someone else has cancelled? I copped one of them recently. Did you? Yeah. That's inter- just you as well, not you yeah. and a plus one. No, just me. Interesting. Yeah. I would, if I was organising a wedding and somebody has pulled out, oh, but I guess you've probably already paid per head. But awkward because like how do you make sure that the the person that you're about to invite doesn't know that it's like, yeah. you know, only because someone else has pulled out? Like it's pretty fucking awkward. My first reaction was like one less person to pay for, great. Yeah. No worries. But if you've already, if you've paid up front or something then maybe you're like, well, somebody may as well eat this food. Yeah, but do you be transparent and be like, hey, someone pulled out, do you want to come? Or you're like, oh, I really want you to come. Like, How last minute was it? It was like a month out. That's not too bad, but it's but that's pretty not, last minute for a wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not, that is not an invite. No. Like, that's a last minute invite. Yeah. You know. I sort of got a, a last minute plus one once. It was a wedding that was just happening um, – like on the tail end of COVID where you could have weddings again but the numbers were restricted. So my partner was invited. It was an old work friend of his um, and I was like, great, cool, no worries. And then like a week or two, no, two weeks before maybe it was like the restrictions changed and he was like, oh, you can bring Jess now. <laughs> Which that one right. I understood, that I totally understood but I was like, you've also only given me two weeks notice and I work weekends. Yeah, it's tricky. So I'm not going to make it. But thank you. That was the first time I've said no to a wedding. Really? And not like it wasn't a no, but it was just I, I just can't make it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they would chill about it. Like yeah, they, they were understood. lovely. Yeah, yeah, that was totally fine. But um, a last minute invite is, yeah, how do you, f- you don't, do you feel welcome there then or wanted? I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird one. It just feels like you're there to just fill a seat. Yeah. You know? Let's go through some of the other shit that came through on my Instagram, hey? Yes. Let's have a scroll. All right. One guest wore all white lace. She stood with the bride for a photo and said, ha ha, we match. You're an idiot. <laughs> you're the worst and you're <laughs> dead to me now. <laughs> you're the fucking worst. How dare you? My stepmom wore a white lace dress to my sister's wedding. Drama, drama, drama. Oh, yuck. Is that in- It sounds like it was intentional. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Both times. Both times. What are you doing? A white lace dress. I mean, here's the thing too, though. Not everybody's wearing white, like that's always been the case, but I'm finding more and more recently that people are opting for different colours or whatever. I was going to a wedding one time. We caught up with the the bride and groom a couple of weeks before and we're just having dinner 
And I think I must have been talking about like what I was wearing or I asked what they were wearing. I don't know. Oh, no, I was asking about her nails, if she was going to get her nails done and stuff. She's like, yeah, because I'm wearing this like emerald green dress and I had an emerald green dress I was about to wear and I was like, I'm glad I asked. I had to. <laughs> so now I'm always really paranoid. Like I want to, I almost want to ask like what colour are you wearing? What colour are the bridesmaids wearing? Because I don't want to even match them. I don't want to look similar at yeah. all. If I'm wearing a, a, anything with white or cream, I'm like it has to be heavily patterned or floral <laughs> so it's very clear it's yeah. not me. It's tricky. So if you're wearing white lace, that's a choice. Yeah. That's an that's an absolute choice. It, that is a choice. Side note, I went to a wedding on the weekend and the bridesmaids, I love bridesmaids wearing black. Yeah. I love that. That looks good. It looks so good. And it's like everyone looks good in black, right? Yeah. Oh, Daisy's off. She's out of the convo. Right, She's right. bored. She's over it. Yeah. You don't want to get married? Fine. I kind of don't mind bridesmaids wearing white, which oh, has been yeah. happening a bit lately too. Yeah. Seeing that a little bit. They're all they're all in white, something a bit different. Yeah. It's Why not? Nice. It's nice. What else have we got? I've right, gone through the ten dollar notes. <clears throat> this one from Nick. So he sent um, through. He actually sent through like a video message, which was really cool. He said he comes from an Irish Italian family with millions of cousins. Lots mm-hmm. of politics about who gets invited. The family rule: strict family rule for guests. Partners only invited if they're married or they've been dating for more than four years. Okay. What okay. do you reckon? Yep, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because I was about to get. I get a real bee in my bonnet about. I think because I've never I'm in, heard that saying. So what is it? Be in a bonnet. Be in, like, like, like a, a bee. Yeah. In like a bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that from? <laughs> like I just get a bit annoyed about something, or like I've got a bee in my bonnet. So maybe it's. I don't. I actually have no idea, and it does sound crazy. <laughs> Sounds kind of cute. It's cute. Um, I get a bit annoyed about that. I think just because I'm. I'm in like a six-year relationship and we're not married, that that sometimes you're not seen as a legitimate couple or as valid or as legit and I find that kind of annoying. So I like that they're at least like, okay, you've got to be dating for a pretty you know solid chunk of time. flying colours. Yeah. <laughs> you're in. <laughs> no, but I just mean at least it's taking into consideration that not everybody wants to get married. That's also fine. Yeah. Or some people take ages and that's cool too, but they're still a real couple. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm the same. I come from two Irish families. I have like 40 cousins and plenty of my cousins have gotten married and just invited the aunties and uncles and none of the cousins. Like you just can't go that next tier down. <laughs> and we're all like, we get that. Respect. Respect See it. you later. Yeah, enjoy your day. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Um, another person, friend. <laughs> well, this is kind of going back to the um, how we flesh out weddings as real events. Friend and partner kicked out of a bridal party because they weren't willing to do the four-day bucks bender. Nah, nah. That's pretty dog. Kick, oh, wait, kicking them out? Kicking them out. Yeah, 100%. Oh, I was about to say, you want them, you no. would expect me to be a four-day. No, Paco. That's so unreasonable. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It is. That's dog. I mean, I can kind of understand a weekend, like people, they'll go hire a house somewhere and you stay the night. That's I'm okay with that. Four days, completely unreasonable. Yeah. People have lives. Exactly. Our lives don't revolve around you. This is the most magical day of your life, not mine. <laughs> It's not the most magical day of my life. It's a Saturday for me. <laughs> it's a Saturday off work. For yeah, me. it's a Saturday of annual leave for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you reimbursing me for these five hours? <laughs> I'll invoice you. <laughs> Pay within seven days, or there's a ten percent increase. <laughs> Fucking hate invoicing. That's the thing that yeah, I hate the most about freelancing. It's pretty awful. Yeah. Anyway, another person was like, "My aunt is having her wedding tomorrow, and we all have to pay for drinks." 
That one's a tricky one because I feel like it does depend on the circumstance, but we often do expect drinks to be included. I went to a wedding when I was like 20 and drinks weren't included and we've just gone pretty fresh off 21st season. So there were tabs and stuff, but I think everyone's expectation that drinks should have been provided. Mm. But it's tricky if you're getting married that young too. Oh, 100%. It's not that much money in the budget. Yeah. Just like um, make it clear in the invite. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Set the expectations and that's fine. I'm not a huge drinker anymore. Like, you know. um, I'm looking for the, what do you call the hot, the water thermos thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm at the tea station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have a couple of drinks and then I'm good. Yeah. I'll I'll be hitting the waters. Yeah. But other people, like, that's a a real deal breaker. Yeah. So I think just set the expectation and that's fine. If it's that it's not in the budget, if it's that – you're not really big drinkers, so you're kind of like, well, I don't really want to pay for everybody else to drink. Mm. That's whatever. Have your reasons. That's cool. But make it known. I think that's okay. Mm. It's your wedding. You do whatever you want. Totally. Speaking of time, are you still expected to stay until the bride and groom leave? I went to a wedding last year and I actually left early because my bowel was fucked. Like I just suddenly got an upset tummy. I think the alcohol like flared mm. it up and I left, whatever. The um, bride was totally understanding. I felt bad. And then it's so funny. She actually replied to my call out about weddings and she was like, you missed the punch on. I was like, <laughs> like I miss Biff. My bowel caused me to miss Biff. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, do you think we are still expected to stay? I guess so. I don't know. I haven't thought about that one in a while. I feel like most of the weddings that we've had recently have had like an end time on mm-hmm. the invite, whether it's like the venue can't play loud music after that or they're just like everybody go home at this time. Um, I've loved that, by the way. I've loved there being a cutoff time. Yeah. I've loved everybody just going, okay, well, it's that time. Let's grab our things. Mingle if you want, but we're heading out. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, I'm here for it too. Love an end time. I haven't really thought about it so much. I mean, you've got to at least stay for speeches, surely. Yes. Um, And if they're doing the first dance and all that stuff, sure. But once all that's done, it comes to like... I can't imagine being upset. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't care. Yeah, I wouldn't care either. I think it also sort of depends if it's like... 20 people of this tiny little intimate wedding, it's more noticeable that you've gone. Yeah. If it's like over 100, nobody knows you're gone. Yeah. Really. And yeah. if the bride or groom is like keeping tabs, that's that's a them problem again. <laughs> and that's a big them problem. <laughs> They're crazy. They're crazy. You know, just enjoy your day. Yeah. Stop keeping tabs on what time I left your party. Yeah. I went to a wedding. <laughs> I went to a wedding and it was lovely and the bride and groom appeared to love each other a lot. Well, you'd fucking hope so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would hope so. I they lo- appeared to. Yeah. <laughs> they, I think they like each other. I think they Bit of a crush. Them. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> a lot of people who responded to uh, were people who have been married and they said that they wish they got eloped. Ah. Eloped. Yep. Do you know many people just got eloped? I had friends who went to Tassie in September last year and did it as and it was really sweet, like a nice little surprise, just them and their daughter. Oh. Um and it was very on brand for them too. Like mm. they don't really like to make a fuss and just keep it nice and intimate and and then they had like a, a wedding dinner with everyone to kind of celebrate, which I thought was sweet. But so many people responded to me and were like, I wish we just eloped. I think it's I can I can understand that. You just think about the the sheer cost and look, you know, like I, I love weddings and I think if people want to have the party, absolutely go for it. It's going to come with a cost because mm. as soon as you put wedding on anything, venues are going to charge you triple, mm-hmm. vendors are going to charge you triple. It's gonna, it's insane. Um, but if that's what you want to do, that's just what you do. But then when you go, you could take that 30 grand 
and have a six week trip. Mm. Or that's what I that's, feel about my 21st. I part of the deposit. I never had a 21st yeah. and use that money to go traveling instead. A wedding's different than a 21st. Wedding's but. different, yeah. But yeah, I agree. Keeping a 21st really small or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely see the appeal of eloping, 100%. Mm. I don't like the fuss. So I would, I would be doing that. I know a couple of people who have. And it sort of took their families a little bit to get their heads around it. But eventually we're like, well, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Because mm. that's all that matters. Yeah. You've been to quite a few weddings. What's like the craziest thing or the funniest thing that you've seen? Like when you just think of like you couldn't make this shit up. Have you seen anything pretty spectacular at a wedding? Not in terms of like um, the tea or like <laughs> big drama. Yeah. But the most recent wedding I went to, and I reckon I can probably talk about this. It was our former colleague, your former colleague, my oh, current Stace. colleague, Stacey. Oh, Yeah. And it was a wedding that had so many parts to it. It was like, it was a show in itself. Like we got there, there's an arts and crafts table because Stacey and his wife are both artists. Oh my God, I love that. So they had everybody sort of draw them a picture and put it in this lovely little album, gorgeous. fun. Then there was the ceremony, which was really funny and beautiful and really sweet. And then as they're signing their... Um, their marriage certificate they had their friend dean singing that's amore <laughs> so they had the, the whole congregation singing that's amore then later there was a laser show and um, a band and uh, somebody came out in an astronaut costume that was like an in joke with them every time my partner came back from the bathroom i was like you just missed something <laughs> he was like what i missed an astronaut and i was like yeah i can't be bothered to explain the context you missed an astronaut like it was just had so many different layers. elements and layers and something was always happening and it it made it so fun, like, and so that was a, that was a nice sort of thing at a wedding where I was like, "There's so much happening. This yeah. is so exciting." Rather than just being like, "Sit down, eat your dinner. <laughs> you may dance now. Nope, sit down. Dessert time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you may dance. <laughs> okay, you, <laughs> you know." So it was really fun. It was a laser show. Oh, like, what what better could there be? That's fucking sick. Mm. I rate that highly. I don't think I've seen like, oh, I've I haven't seen any drama, but I have seen somebody propose at a wedding <gasps> and apparently he like cleared it with the bride and groom first okay but it was like late in the night everybody's shit faced um they're just sort of hanging around how so- would you feel if you were proposed to at a wedding i'd hate it I, well i i would hate any kind of public proposal or like in front of even in front of friends family and stuff no so embarrassing <laughs> since again i don't want the wedding it's so embarrassing everybody's gonna see me <laughs> don't look at me kissing him um yeah i so i did see that happen and she she was excited they're married so like it's fine wow. but yeah it was like end of the night everyone's you know the the suit jackets are off the ties are off everybody's had far too much to drink most of the oldies have gone um back to their accommodation and it was just sort of a bunch of the young people left and, yeah, got down on one knee and proposed. Wow. Yeah. That is interesting. I would kind of hate that because you'd be – obviously be in the back of your mind for the whole day at someone else's wedding. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm about to, I don't know. But each to their own, I Each guess. to their own. Totally. And, look, it worked for them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. whatever. But my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks, Aiden. No thank you. <laughs> Anything else? What else can we talk about? We've got any final takeaways, Perko, for weddings? I've been thinking a lot about them lately. Not just because of this, just because I've been to so many. And the takeaway is, and, and I want to emphasise again, that we are not 
married. We've never planned weddings. We probably just sound like nosy fucking guests. I know. And nosy, I, judgmental guests, well, which is not what we want to be. It's we're not just, what we want to be. We're talking about this from a guest perspective. And 100%. What we make. Also what we make of weddings as people in our early 30s who are in relationships and who are not married. Yeah. You know, we're valid. We're, we exist. <laughs> we exist. We're here. We have a dog and yeah. a joint savings account, okay? We are solid. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. We're good. We're <laughs> and the more you say it, the more you sound like you You're are not, not good. good. <laughs> are you guys all right? I don't know. Um, no, I guess I just mean that like I don't want anybody listening who is planning a wedding or has just gotten married to feel like they've done anything wrong or yeah. they or feel attacked or anything like that. If you can look at your wedding day and say that was the wedding I wanted, then – that's all that matters. That is all that matters to me, yep. to you, whatever. I don't yep. care. Yep. I'm a big sort of – something I always say is I don't care what page you're on as long as you two are on the same page. Yeah. If you want to blow 70 grand on a wedding, if you want fireworks, fuck yeah, I want to be at that wedding. It. I want to be at that wedding. <laughs> so fun. If you want to get married in your parents' backyard and have pizza and, Yum. you know, just wear casual clothes or whatever, I'm, I'm all for that too. Yeah. You do you. Do the wedding that you want to do. And we want to be there. Yeah, we want to be there. We want to be there. But it's also just kind of like I think it's changed so much that it's good to have these conversations because I was in, even talking to my friends, I was like, maybe I'm, am I giving too much at yeah, weddings? Yeah, like just figuring out what our expectations as guests yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. What are we supposed to do? Yeah. What do you, what do you, the married people, want from your guests? <laughs> maybe that's what a good question too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good takeaway. You do you. Pivoting back to your experience in your 30s, Perko, to kind of wrap it up, how are you How are you finding your 30s? What advice would you give to anyone who's like dreading it, just general 30s vibe check? I think if you're like late 20s, just know that your early 30s are going to be pretty much the same. You're still a person. You're still a person. <laughs> you're still a person. You're just a person. <laughs> yeah. You're going to fuck stuff up. You're gonna keep you. You're never gonna understand how tax works. Oh god, that's never gonna make any sense. I promise you. And even like side note, I had to talk to my accountant yesterday about issuing myself my first payslip. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like girl boss. Yes. Um, I could never run a business, Perco. Let oh. me tell you, I can't even look after myself. No, I can actually. I had lots of spreadsheets, but just numbers. Hundred percent. I've got no idea. What we're going. We've got a, a great arts accountant yep. who kind of understands podcasting and patreon and where our money comes from and i'm just like i trust you <laughs> i might end up in jail but i i don't care I, as long as i don't have to do it um yeah things will just the things that will change are, are things that you don't really care about that much by the time you get there so like you might be 25 and you're like but i'm out partying every weekend and you might still be at 32 you probably won't be and you'll be fine with that. But even if you are, that's still fine yeah. too. I was actually, it's funny, I was watching um, Glassons are currently doing a takeover with some influencers and one of them on there, she's massive on TikTok and Instagram and she just did a video last week. I'm actually going to try to get her on the podcast, Jackie Alexander, I think her name is. And um, she did a TikTok about how she's just turned 30, she turned 31 or 32 and everyone was so shocked. But I'm like, you can still do, and she's like on an influencer trip with like, Chicks who have just turned 20, 21. I'm like, you can still do it. Of course you can. You know, you can still do Sponcon for glasses. I still shop for glasses. You can do as much or as little as you want to yeah. do. That's the thing. Like, And I think you also get a bit better at knowing your own limitations yeah. and knowing your own thresholds, I should say. More than limitations, but like knowing what you can and can't handle. I've gotten really good at that and I know that like – yeah, I sort of know nah, that's going to really push me over the edge or that's going to burn me out or mm. that's going to make me really anxious. 
And so I can more comfortably say no to things. And I'm like, nah, that's not for me and that's fine. Mm. Or, you know, I've got friends who have kids and are still touring comedians and they take the kid with them. And I have friends who have kids and they've fully settled and barely leave their neighbourhood. You can do whatever combination of things you yeah. want to do. H to their boy. You can have it all, sister. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but really you're just a person. You're still very young, you know. Yeah. 50-year-olds are like 30. I'd kill to be 30. I know. Yeah. I no. wouldn't kill to be 18 again. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm happier here. This is fine. Yeah, Thank this you. is fine. Yeah. This is fine. Okay, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. What a delight. Yeah, do you reckon it worked? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to press the stop recording now. So um, thanks so much, Perko. Bye. Bye. Anya Perko. She's just finished her Melbourne Comedy Festival shows, but I'll pop her Instagram and podcast links in the show notes of this episode, which, by the way, has been very kindly sponsored by my friends at Ecosa. You can check out their dreamy new awesome winter bamboo bedding collection in the show notes of this episode. I'm Bridget Hustwaite. Thank you so much for listening to Figuring Out 30. This is an entirely independent podcast created on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Please, if you like what you're hearing, rate, review and share it around. It's just me doing all the work here (laughs) and your support really does mean the world. So thanks so much for joining me and I'll catch you next week. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.